Welcome to 501 Crossroads, your show all about nonprofits and the people that make the mission happen. I'm Marjorie Moore, President and CEO of Mind's Eye, and my personal mission is to make nonprofits stronger by identifying and fixing the rubs that so often come up between people and the mission. My fabulous co-host, the nonprofit ninja, Natalie Jablonski, is here. That's right. Specializing in helping nonprofits maximize their time, talent, and resources to achieve organizational greatness. Hey, Natalie. Hey, Marjorie. What's going on? Well, I'm sitting here with a, a lovely glass of wine, so you, you know, know what, what that means? Conveniently, I'm sitting here with a lovely glass of wine. That can only mean one thing. It's time for another Wine, wine on One. one. Clink. Ah, oh, these are my why favorite we always say shows. Clink when we actually clink the glasses now. Probably for the same reason that pe- <laughs> probably for the same reason that people use walkie talkies and they feel like they have to go at the end of it because they really <laughs> don't have to. Because when you pretend, and let's just face it, in nonprofit management, you pretend to drink a lot because it's not always appropriate to have a glass of wine at nine a.m. I mean, some good. Well, I mean, coffee cups are you can't see through most of them. Uh, so. This is true, and I technically I only drink coffee until it's like socially acceptable to drink wine. So. Yeah, because you on, know, drinking wine too early is not a really good way to represent your organization's brand. No, it's not. And speaking of which, can we just talk about how the brand is put out there and how we're representing our organization? Yeah, because I'm seeing some things lately that's kind of getting on my pet peeve mode. You know, Uh-oh. we talk about these once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would love to toss this out for thought, and I'm hoping our audience uh, enjoys this as well. Maybe you make something twice about how their brand is represented. So here's a, here's a big one. Uh, I see a car. It's got a beautiful wrap on it with the logo of the organization, whether it's a for-profit or non-profit, mm-hmm. and they're driving like a crazy person. Ooh, don't do that. Now, I know on the back there's like this call me if you see me driving erratically type of phone number on a lot of these. Maybe sometimes. But not always. Mm-hmm. And what is the first thing you see when you get cut off by someone like that? I mean, what in like besides red because you're angry, like oh, the brand of the organization. And then you typically don't tell the story to your friends with I got cut off by this crazy driver. I got cut off by this person who was driving a blank vehicle mm-hmm. from and, hospice. Yes. Those yes. hospice people. Those uh, doggone hospice people. Well, <laughs> I feel bad because they're probably going to someone who really needs them. But probably <laughs> the result is that's where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. We put our brand on everything because as nonprofits, we're doing everything we can from a grassroots standpoint mm-hmm. to make sure that our organization is well known, respected and talked about in these uh, subtle settings, if you will. But think about how many times your brand is being used and perhaps that your team members are forgetting how that brand is being used or you're pan- yeah. handing out something that has your brand on it. Mm-hmm. And then that person is using it. Oh, so yeah. The cup, for example, mm-hmm. everybody logo cups for staff or board or volunteers is a thank you drinkware yeah. thinking great because they'll walk around, they'll have my cup and it'll be mm-hmm. on there. So what happens when that person takes that cup to your local coffee shop and then acts a fool? Because mm. they didn't get the right change back or their toasted cheese was not really toasted. It was more grilled. You know, I, I like mine more toasted. Well, <laughs> I, good to know. Actually, well, not just not cooked all the just way. Just not cooked all the way. So, but we've <laughs> seen people kind of mm. lose their mind over things that really aren't that important. Mm-hmm. And so my question is, if they're there with their coffee cup and their, their logo, do they know that they're a donor of that organization? And that's why they have it. Or do they mm-hmm. just see that brand and go, wow. That person with the ABC organization really is, you know, you Mm -hmm. see how it automatically taps into it? Absolutely. It concerns me a great deal. Mm -hmm. And I think that we forget sometimes that we represent the brand. Yeah. Anytime you have anything that that says your organization on it, I was actually considering buying some swag today. I'd have to rethink that. (laughs) Well, that's good for any of our vendors who are listening, right? Uh, I I worry about that with with T-shirts. Mm-hmm. 
So we're in the events are us mode, right? In nonprofit mm-hmm. land. All the time. And one of the things that we tend to distribute in lots of events are t-shirts. Think mm-hmm. of your 5Ks and your uh, your beatball and mm-hmm. your bowling events and all these things that are happening. And yeah. of course, we're, we're thrilled from they wear our shirt and, uh, until we're not. Yeah, that that is a really good point because we, you know, our our logo is actually very prominently displayed on our beatball As shirt. As it should be. Yeah. And we, we give out 300 of those a year every year and I actually got really excited because I saw somebody use it wearing one from a couple of years ago at an event this summer and I was like that's so awesome it wasn't our event it was something else it was great um but she was behaving as one would expect one would behave at a but you can't control that it's out of your circle of <laughs> oh, control yeah. your circle of influence I was at Lowe's um no more than maybe man we should stop name dropping all these stores yeah. you should give us money for that right <laughs> uh but I was at some random hardware store uh and I saw a t-shirt from about six years ago that our organization mm. did mm. and I thought wow that's really cool and before I even approached him about it I realized he was making a huge service complaint to the customer service department about mm. something that he purchased or didn't purchase I'm not really sure but he was uh making quite the arm gestures uh and I would uh. show you all of them but I don't <laughs> want to spill my wine and I thought, oh, I'm not going to approach him or talk Mm-mm. to him. And could you maybe turn that shirt inside out? Because I don't want people seeing you <laughs> and seeing our logo while you're doing that, which, you know, we can't control that Mm-mm. type of thing. But it it just makes me really wonder about the things that we can control. Mm-hmm. Do your staff realize when they're wearing their name badge that even though they're on their lunch break, that they're still being representing that organization? Mm-hmm. Do your staff realize that if they have their LinkedIn account set up and the title that they have with the organization is what they see the first time they log mm-hmm. in, that post that they make represent that organization. Mm, yeah. Um, and also I've seen it on our local newspaper. They will post on the Facebook page of that particular newspaper. That's the worst. Not realizing that they're connected directly with the mm-hmm. organization that they're employed by because of how their Facebook is set up. And, and nobody writes nice thing, things on the newspaper's Facebook page. Typically not so much. It's not <laughs> keep up the great work in a smiley face with a <laughs> thumbs up sign. You know, uh, the emojis typically are much more negative. <laughs> and I always worry about organizations. I worry about mine, obviously, although I have a great staff and uh, I, re- I know they respect the organization a great deal. It's the things you don't think about. So mm-hmm. how do we incorporate this into our, our training and our sensitivity training and helping people be more aware of brand awareness and brand responsibility? Well, I think that's that's the really big trick because, you know, when your employees are off, right. they're off. Off meaning in their brain. Yes, in their brain. Because yeah. unfortunately in today's society, mm-hmm. they a lot of nonprofits do such a great job mm-hmm. marketing mm-hmm. and the employees follow that suit and they do such a great job of marketing mm-hmm. that you are no longer Marjorie. Mm-hmm. You're Marjorie with ABC organization. Exactly. Like they just know you like that. So you could be off the yeah. clock. However, that defines you, even though you have unlimited PTO, so you're always off, right? Yeah, always off. Uh, <laughs> but to them, they're still Marjorie with ABC organization. Mm-hmm. So when you're out at the bar on Friday night, and you're sorry, I know the video is not there to prove it, but it's not. I made sure there wasn't those got deleted. <laughs> we took that YouTube video down, baby. Um, and, you know, when you're having a few drinks with mm-hmm. your friends and you're having a good time, how is that interpreted by someone? Are you mm-hmm. allowed to be a person outside the organization? Where does yeah. the brand stop? I guess that's yeah. the question. Well, and that's that's really huge. You look at the over the past probably two or three years, the number of people that have gotten fired from their companies, oh, profit yeah. or nonprofit for saying something, posting something, doing something that was, you know, inherently 
probably not good right. on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. Or at least in the eyes of that organization. In that organization. Or that employer. Or, or the internet. Yes. So, you know, yes. I, I'm always amazed Things at before the, you post. the number of people that, you know, immediately go to, you know, person says something on the internet and everybody immediately jumps to, they should be fired from their job. Yeah. And right. I'm not always sure that that's the best response. Well, it's, the pitchfork, it's the pitchforks that they've yeah. got you, right? And the torches. Yes. But I disagree with what you've said, sir. So but. therefore, we should just, you know, they're off with their head. We'll go, uh, yeah. we'll go, we'll go all the queen on them. But I think there's something to be said about you can set yourself up for success and do the right thing social media wise to help yourself. Mm -hmm. So if you on your, any of your social media, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, somewhere on each of your accounts, please do yourself a favor. Go to the section where you're allowed to load up information about yourself and put the words, the views expressed on this site are that of the individual and not of my employer. Hmm. It I is, don't do that. It is not a complicated phrase. You put it down very simply. It, it will help you in all respects with regards to that. Even though you still might act out or do something inappropriate, mm -hmm. it does kind of give you a safeguard, I think, from um, separation of, of the mm -hmm. two things. I uh, wouldn't the, give it, I wouldn't say it gives you full blanket uh, no, immunity, though. No, it doesn't mean you can means. go and <laughs> yeah, slam your boss on everything. You still yeah. may have to account for that on Monday mm -hmm. morning. But it does give you some separation, some leeway, mm -hmm. because it reminds people that you are an individual and a person that that, yes, I might share something about my organization on mm -hmm. my personal page, but it's because I personally decided to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So it does give you that leeway. And then, you know, of course, the other thing is, you know, watching what you do, thinking twice, there is the, I know it seems impossible for people, but you could actually, and this has been proven, you can actually read something on social media that you don't like and choose not to comment. What? I'm just saying it's been but proven. Science, I must science has proven. Talk it. To no, it's no. social. You do this little thing. You just keep <laughs> swiping to the next thing, swiping up, and eventually it's not on your screen anymore. And you're okay, and they're okay, and the world is uh, still a good place. So I'm not saying don't speak your mind by any means, but I am saying if you don't, th if you think that you are so emotionally charged by what you've read mm -hmm. that you may not be able to make the best comment at that time that would represent your brand, yeah then perhaps you need to let that quiet down a little bit in your head mm -hmm. and then go back and post something uh, later that has more controlled uh, from your emotions. That is a really good point. And we should we should uh, point out that there are some labor laws in, in place that, yes, you know, that do shield employees from some speech on the Internet where, you know, stuff that your employer might not like, you can still post. Right. And you can't technically can't be fired for it, but right. oh, which does go but, back yeah. to does your organization have a social media policy mm -hmm. in their employee handbook? Yeah, uh, if you say no, I'm going to ask, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> because you may have just not read it very clearly. Because I don't know about you, but when mm -hmm. you start, you get an employee handbook typically, or a mm -hmm. link to an employee handbook or a PDF sent to you, mm -hmm. and it's probably more than 20 pages. And you're like, that's really great. someday I'll read that. Mm -hmm. And then you sign the document saying you. Read I've it. read it right, and I agree <laughs> to abide by it. Well, uh, you need to know what's in there, mm -hmm. and what does your employer say about that? And uh, I've heard some nonprofits tell me, "Oh, Natalie, we only have four people. We really don't need to deal with that." Uh, really? You probably should. You probably should. Mm -hmm. It's it's very mainstream, and uh, this is no longer the social medias for them youngins. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, we've talked about that before: is different social media pieces and how they're oh, yeah. for different groups. And um, you can no longer uh, afford to be an ostrich. You have to take your head out of the sand and take a look, a hard look at how your brand is being represented, not just online, but in face to face. How is it being represented by your donors, by your board, and making sure that you are doing your best to be able to control that environment. Yeah. No, one last question. 
Do you take your organization name tag off when you go to the wine store? Do I? Well, it depends if I'm asking for a donation or not. <laughs> and and shout out to our local because they do a really good job for us. But uh, no, actually, most of the time, and I would say probably 99% of the time, I have my name tag on still at night. And my mm-hmm. husband will actually turn to me and say, hey, Natalie, I think we know who you are. Would you like to take that off now? <laughs> and I wear it because I'm very proud of that. But it also, for me, it's a mental reminder of who I am and who I'm representing. Mm-hmm. And I'm representing my clients. And it really helps me to keep myself in that mindset. So in that respect, like, you know, I, I'm a human being. I do mm-hmm. walk into the wine store and I will get my, you know, 12 to 17 bottles of wine. And for tonight. Uh, it's for tonight. <laughs> um, I'm not drinking them in the store uh, today. But uh, I will go in and do that because what I find is that starts conversations with people. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not, it, for me, it's not a conflict as long as mm-hmm. I'm representing my brand appropriately. So... Name tags don't bother me. Shirts don't bother me. You know, having my logo, I would put my logo on my car with mm-hmm. no problem. Um, mostly because You're of a very my, safe driver. My kids tell me I drive like a grandma. So it's, <laughs> it's pretty much okay. You yeah. might annoy some people behind you, but <laughs> uh, yes, those are the people who are cutting me off, right? Um, but the reality is I, I'm very respectful to my brand mm-hmm. and I, and I know that that's important and I know that the clients are depending on me to do that. So I like going out because it starts conversations. I've had mm-hmm. new clients that have come from standing in line at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. I've had volunteers that I've met in the wine store. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we are all human, uh, therefore, uh, we all have opportunities to engage with one another. And I think we just need to remember if you're donning the brand to make sure that you're doing it correctly and that you're being thoughtful about it. Good pointers. Yep. And thank you to all of you for joining us on 501 Crossroads. 501 Crossroads is recorded at the studios of Mind's Eye Radio and is produced and hosted by me, Marjorie Moore. And me, Natalie Jablonski. Mike Curtis is our sound engineer. Please go to iTunes or Stitcher or your favorite app and subscribe and leave us some feedback so others can find us. You can find us on Facebook at 501 Crossroads. Thank you for listening. And remember, we're all working towards the same outcomes.